0: Peace, peace and blessings Wellness and oneness This is Wealth Chambers Seed Chambers of the Wealth Chambers Experience Hope you're all having a beautiful time With you and your loved ones Uh, I'd like to definitely send um, Special energy For the people of the Carolinas um, With this uh, Hurricane Florence and uh, it, It trickled down to A tropical depression now but it started off it started off very very uh overpowering took out a lot of energy and um you know displaced about 2.1 million people i believe and uh um got one hundred and thirty-six thousand households without power so keep these people in your thoughts and, and your prayers and your you know um marches of success and, and and prosperity and hope they bounce back um this right here, it would basically link into um, what I'm about to talk about. Cursing or cussing. Now, think about, you know, you think it's one and the same thing. It's actually not. When you go into a lot of the curse words or the words that we say are curse words, you know, they're developed off of layman's tongues. Um and it separates through class it, se- it separates through um an experience that a person may have uh pejoratives and uh misnomers and, and things of that nature. Um, and basically a lot of um a lot of comedy too, <laughs> definitely a lot of comedy um So let's go into the uh, the etymology. Of certain words. Now this is the time where if you have a child or you have somebody around that are not mature enough to understand what the, the this language is. It's very graphic, um, but it's part of our, our our beat as humans, you know, in order to communicate. Specifically, these are cuss words, so cover your baby's ears, all right, and. Another disclaimer, because this is what happens when you have uh, certain uh, passing shows and different views and, 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 and value systems, people would hear curse words and feel offensive. Please do not be offense, uh, offensive, uh, feel offended. This is for educational purposes only. Um, if it doesn't sit right with with your religion or your culture, you um, basically, you know, establishes, um, feel free to turn it off, you know, and, um, move on, uh, just look up the curse words for yourself. Look, look up these, these words of, 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 of energy, you know, that you don't sit well with, look, look them up because they're, they're here for a reason, right? So let's get into the word fuck. All right. And For many years, the word fuck F U C K. Um, I was told it was fornication under the consent of the King. And you know, that was a nice little, um, little, uh, 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 acronym <laughs> that people made up, but it's, it's not actually that it came from a group of monks in a prayer. Um, and not a prayer. It was actually a poem. And they're talking about the monks, um, Not dealing with their wives and not having to, um, Fukan Fukan was the word, it was a Indo European, it was basically a Germanic word, and it was to know someone, to like intimately deal with somebody, to uh reveal themselves to them, and to enter, like, um, to and fro is what the word, you know. Uh, that was used to describe to strike to and fro and being that this is what happens when the penis being that this is what happens when the penis enters the vagina and, and uh, other places if you're into that um, that that was the word that was used now it also branched off into being a, just a word of a, an emotional intent Lacing themselves with uh, some type of betrayal, or you fucked me over. Um, Then it became a a part of an emotional outburst. You know, say if you smash a finger, you might say "fuck," you know, or if you want to let go of you know certain energies, a certain vibe that you really didn't want to deal with, you'll say "fuck it." You know, and it it also brings out an elation, an elation, uh, uh, a different chemistry within your brain. There's a part of your brain that actually lights up a certain way when these words are mentioned, and it's, it basically gives a, a, a somewhat a feeling of release. You know, so think into that, and that's the 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 F bomb. <laughs> um, of course when you have a word like that and you give these words power, it becomes uh, a thing of their own, depending on its setting. Because you can actually use that word in, in a comedy sense and it has been done. And though you may think it's a, a type of vulgarity, it's also a, a way of describing things. And this is where we break down the class systems because in those days, when we talk about those days, like the medieval, medieval times, going into the Victorian times and things of that nature, people would use certain words for, you know, to separate themselves from class, from their classes of uh, how rich you were, how wealthy you were, how, um, uh, um, how, how knowledgeable you were of worldly events, and you know, you put yourself in a like a holy position where, you know, I, I'm you know, those words are beneath me until you stump your toe on the end of your bed. And you're like, fuck man, what the fuck, you know, what the fuck, (laughs) you know, and those things, you got to understand that, you know, that's why those things happen. And they evolve into different creatures in our language, you know, uh, another word, uh, shit means to, in etymology, it goes back into the Latin Satan or uh, uh, Sheetan or just to separate because then you know you look at the observation of what the shit was it was the dung separating from the actual animal so it basically was a word that was used amongst you know those in the agricultural field farmers and you know sheep herders and things of that nature again another uh, from Latin to, um, Germanic, uh, little French, uh, uh, derivatives there. And, you know, each land in Europe had those, um, those words to describe that. Now, this is where, you know, you really start to analyze those words are coming from, uh, Euro Asian place. Okay. And specifically around England, French, and German, and the mixture of those. Even with Latin, Latin goes into uh, um, the part of the Romance languages. It, it, studying etymology, it, it basically opens you up to the tracing back of languages. That's why I always um, um, bring people back to the Etymologicon uh, by the inky fool Mark Forsyth, which is a great book. And I also have another, um, book, uh, the chambers word origins, which is another great, um, piece of reference literature that you can actually see where these words were derived, what year, what context and how they were brought into fruition a bit. And you can mix the, the, those books and also the online etymological dictionary. Um, and you basically, you know, you type that in online etymology and you'll see, you know, just type in a word and you'll see how the word was derived and, you know, what year it came about. And th- it gives you more of a historical context and also you know, a, a more powerful reason how and why and when you should use the word, you know, to sprint in your arguments or like I said, to, you know, put a little punch in your comedy or, you know, when, it, when you are, if you're a writer or a person as a creative, you know, um, you can make more sense and flip more allegories and, and you know, different um, writing schemes and different talking schemes into effect all right so she done the shit um we got words like um damn which was actually a curse word right a word that would you would use to curse somebody or bring upon them bad luck and misery and misfortune and that's where we get the term cursing from is like the person that was talking to one of those uh aristocrats from the field would use those words you know because we'll talk regular people talk in regular terms until it gets to a specialized specialized part of the conversation where you know you start to use words that explain technical parts of your particular specialization and when you can convey that to somebody that knows what you know, that's one thing you have that, you know, conversation where you can link up. But when you're talking to somebody that doesn't know that you try to break things down as simple as possible. And it's one of the reasons why people, you know, it's hard to articulate certain things because you don't know if a person know what articulation is or the, the finer points of a dialogue. Or just even having the, the chemistry and the wherewithal to keep composed enough to express them th- those thoughts. You know, so and this is why so many people have problems with uh, public speaking in uh, general forums, usually amongst crowds that are 20 and better. You know, if you don't have a rapport, you, you can't set the stage and you're not a, a great performer. Um giving off and expressing your ideas, you were, you would run into um, a lot of these these walls, the lines of communication, you know. So getting back to that thought a cursing like damn, you know, was basically you putting that negative energy onto somebody. And usually it accompanies you with a evil eye or something like that. Um motherfucker came years later around 1928 to 1930. And it's just basically to bring an extra level of the fuck word to the next level. And (laughs) it's like putting, you know, a little bit of salt and pepper, you know, on the steak. And it really drove the point home. And then when it was um, taken out, uh, it wasn't in the dictionary, at, actually, at first, but then it was put in around the 20s and then taken out around uh, 28 to 31. Um, that's when people started to censor their words, knowing that these words can, um, you know, it, it basically bring out the vulgarity in a person if, you know, it's utilized as, as overcompensation for something. So we wanted—they actually wanted to bring it back a little bit more, bring some more decorum into the languages of what we're talking now, as called English. Remember, now you got the, Eng, the King's English, you got the Queen's English, and you got feudal English. And feudal English is what we're talking about with these with these words, because you stepping up pile of doodle, you're not just gonna say, oh, you know, I stepped in some defecation. I stepped in some shit you know, you're going to keep it clear about that. You know, if you see a fight, you know, you're not just going to be like, Oh, you know, these guys, are, you know, are, are, um, what do you call it? Uh, rabble rousing. You no, know, nah, man, mean, throwing down, <laughs> they, they fucking each other up. That's the, and it brings the comedy factor into it as well, because these words were taboo to talk to, you know, to talk about. So even, you know, as a kid, you're going to hear certain things growing up say, bring it back to your little club, your little uh, crew and your circle and you're saying it to each other and you're whispering and, you're, and, and you know, you start to bring those taboos into a comedic setting. So that's when it started to spiral out and, and makes simple and plain things even more simple and plain and very relatable. Alright uh, George Carlin talks about the seven words um, That you you Would never hear on a radio or TV And he talked about that In the late 70s, early 80s And nowadays Fast forward to uh, 2018 Not only do you hear Some of those words It's in a repeat It's in a rep, rep It's in a repetition And sometimes in the most Vulgar positions accompanied with um, visuals. (laughs) So, you know, these words are no longer taboo, but they're still not commonplace in regular decorum communication. And that's what, you know, we're basically trying to uh, mention. So we covered fuck, shit, motherfucker, uh, asshole, you know, just recently heard um, the 45th president Uh, Donald Trump talk about shithole countries and CNN played it all the way through so you would understand the context but then of course with comedic value you would also flip the context uh, um, and be able to enlighten people at the same time is, is, is insane but we know what the intent was and where it was directed and it definitely wasn't directed at the countries where people look like him and and these are the pejoratives that that come into play where you can basically bring out the negative um and negative vibe around or, or negative energy around things that you dislike even though you really don't know too much about it and um those things have been in in effect for years and that's when we've come to the actual racial slurs you know you don't hear uh people call each other's uh, um kikes and wetbacks and beaners and um what's another one japs but you do hear chinky eyes and that's still a form of um of racial stereotype but, I mean, genetic stereotype, actually, you know, and it involves a race or a group of races that are known to be Asian. Most importantly, has always been the controversial word Negro or nigger. in particularly because the ugliness that came with the word. And though that, you know, it's, a, it's, it's been, uh, um, an uphill battle to even try to understand why would the people use that word to call themselves that in a label, but you would have to understand their plight amongst each other to make each other feel like, uh, have a comfort system. See, there was a time where the Irishman um, and those that were under the Gaelic um, communities and also who else? Yeah, even some of the Jewish people were considered the niggers along with the black people, the Negro of America under the racial epithets of the the pale white man. And it's interesting, this is what the early... Um, New York and early um, Boston and things of that nature. A lot of those states, you know, they're still coming into their own, but that ugliness was still there. And it was shown in the words that was given. So you can actually go into the archives and see um, posters and signs and things of that nature that was actually very derogatory uh, um, and, and degrading to uh, degrading people that were outside of the the particular white race. They really didn't like any immigrants at one time, you know? And of course, you know, the, the plight of the, the melanated people here have always been um, to look at them in, in derogatory state and deprive them at the same time. And this is why these battles need to be fought and addressed when when heard and, and and visited, you know, cause nobody should be called outside of their name, especially if they have dignity, honor and self-respect and give respect. Cause even in their worst state, if they give respect, you should show respect. And it takes a disrespectful person to call people out their name. If you don't even know it, you don't even know them, you know, and there's also the sexism of it, you know, calling women, um, uh, 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 I don't want to say it, but damn it, this is what it's about—cunt, <laughs> uh, calling by their their organs, uh, whores, sluts, um, holes. This is the sickness of people wanting to relate to their to other people in a in a derogatory, you know, circle about people that they don't hardly know. So cussing and cursing. When you do things like that with the malintent, that's cursing. That's the negative energy that you're sending out. You have an intent to try to harm, disrespect, offend, punish, um, oppress people with the terms that you use. And you don't even have to use those words that we consider dirty you can actually use words that are applying to a system that, you know, only you understand yourself and label people outside of their own, their own name. they are like, you know, what are you talking about? How can you get that? All right. There have been people that have been labeled crazy. Um, Only because their culture doesn't match another culture. Lame. Um, Minority. Um, We've heard immigrant now, but we've also heard. um, Ah, colonizer, which you really don't hear that. Why? Because you don't think a colonization has been taking place, and it actually has. But for those pejoratives to go, quote unquote, uphill, or go to the other side, then there's a, a big offense. Then there's a, there's an effect pattern that goes, oh, you shouldn't label people like that. But this thing been happening for years. Everybody labels each other Why this goes into play. What have I noticed is that a people that have climbed into a, a certain position, statuses of power, and have dignity amongst themselves, those pejoratives and those uh, slurs actually get put to the side. And we mentioned things like the Jewish community, and we mentioned things like the um, Spanish community. You don't hear those terms. But why do we still hear the N word? Why do we still hear negatives? It is a colorful term when approached with a poetic skill and an intent of I wouldn't even say righteousness they say the term of endearment and things like that. No, it's still an ugly word because of what comes with it. I'm really not trying to uh, flip that over and, and, and think positive of it. But I know what it means to the people that You know, went through the struggle like I went through, you know, and and that's where, you know, that becomes something. But then again, you don't hear that from other groups amongst themselves. And that is the case. That is the key right there. You don't hear it, but that don't mean that it doesn't go on. (sighs) This is a touchy topic. I want to approach it some more, but I definitely want some feedback and comment. Like, again, I said, uh. I, um, this was a graphic um, post. This is a graphic. Uh, um, this is a graphic situation, man. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you gotta let that stuff out, cause you repress some of that energy, and it. it it becomes something else. It becomes something negative inside of you. It, it might become something negative outside of you because repressed energy needs to be expressed in a certain way. It needs to unfold and become part of the ever the evolution of the of the being of that spirit. You know, so you gotta let that out. Please don't try to repress. You know, um, I mean, repress all of your emotions and your thoughts. It, let that go. Let that go. The more you let that go, the more insight you'll have. The more the further you'll see. You know, into gaining more goals, reaching more goals. You know, um, basically expressing yourself, having an upbeat attitude. Yeah, don't let those things hit you too hard. I know this is long. I know this is long. <laughs> it was a, it was a struggle to even get to this point to do this, and I definitely want to get more into the etymology of different words. You will be able to see some of that um, on my blog, Omega Suns Light at dot blogspot.com. Um, some great material there, some great insight. And what can I say? I, I don't curse none of y'all. I give you peace, wellness, and definitely oneness straight from the wealth chamber.